That's a date. Yeah. That's an official date. That's an official date, and we can go to, like, the Smith or some shit. Let's not go to the Smith. Oh, yeah, they don't have a lot of vegan options. They have, like, bim bim bop, bap or whatever, and it's, like, sucks. I would eat that oysters there to be fried. To, to be, to well, be fries. Should, to I be would fries. eat oysters there. I we should go to somewhere closer also. Yeah. I guess, probably. But I know you and Felicia are little hoochies for the Smith. I do love the Smith, but I understand it's not it's not conducive to your homophobic, disgusting lifestyle. <laughs> um, That's it. Direct deposit. Not liking things everyone else likes. Spinning the front wheel of your bike around so it can more easily lock to the pole. Having mental health days where you travel somewhere new. Voting. Ignoring other people's children. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so fucking hot. Hello. Hello. This is Crazy Hot. We're Crazy Hot and so are you. I'm Eileen, and now that I've been going out without a mask on, be like a vaccinated little bitch for hot vac summer, I have a cold again. You can probably hear from my sexy low voice for the first time in over a year, babe. Mm, and I'm Lauren, and I have been researching sod like a professional assassin. That's Eileen, right. Listen, that shit happened to me when I came back out on the town mm-hmm. with no mask on, shot mm-hmm. girl summer. Okay. Girl summer. That's right. right. I got fucked sideways, upside down, and flipped back over and fucked again. By (laughs) By God's dick. (laughs) You know what's funny, though? So I find myself, maybe you relate to this when you had a cold. I find myself thinking like... From the one time you had a cold, maybe okay. you'll know what I'm talking about. Untitulated. I, I find myself thinking I'm like, I'm like, who gave me this cold? Like, what interaction? Oh, yeah. Would, where did I get this cold? But, you know, like, I've been touching subway poles. I've been, you know, sharing glasses with people at bars. Yeah. I work at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I guess I could have gotten it from anywhere. And that's the nature of viruses, people. Science. Science. Do you relate to that? That's a stand-up. Hey, any of you guys ever had a cold? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just meant, like, the specific time you had it, like, after being... Uh, you know in yeah mask masky lockdown well i think i started doing that in Mm -hmm. like right when lockdown happened because i was working at a bar at the time before coronavirus i remember my friends wesley and vladimir who are super on top of everything they like know all the news that's happening they churn credit cards to like get cool shit um which is where you like open different credit cards for the benefits Oh, yeah. They have like a million fire miles. They're like experts are so fucking cool and smart about that. And they were really mad that the bar was still open. They were like, the bar should have been closed voluntarily. It ended up being closed on that. What was it? March 16th. Mm -hmm. But they were really mad. They're like, we're super exposed. And this is Mm -hmm. before any of us thought or knew what a big deal this was. Yeah. And so that I was I was working there actively. Then March 1st. My dad passed on Mm -hmm. and I went to his funeral services and still coronavirus was not like on our radar like it 
it was about to be. Mm-hmm. And I hugged, I think m- my calculations are, are like 800 people. Oh um, my God. My mom, my mom and my brother work for the police department in our town and multiple forces came to my dad's services. So these are people who are dealing with so many people mm-hmm. all unmasked. Then I came back to New York and it was uh, my dear friend Meg's birthday. And I went to that. Now this is leading up to the 16th. Now we're mm-hmm. at like March, like eighth. Mm-hmm. And then a, a few days later or a week later, I had coronavirus. Oh my God. So I spent the first portion of covid wondering where i got covid i had Mm -hmm. it right away Mm -hmm. and the weird thing is i think i got it from that last party i don't think i got it from the funeral my father's services traveling on on trains and buses to and from or even working at a bar previously Mm -hmm. but i don't know yeah oh my god it could have come from anywhere it really could have. I mean, all I have is like the timeline of when I stopped being able to taste food because that was really my only right. symptom. Um, oh I came God. home and like put a big piece of kimchi in my mouth. Mm-hmm. The If you live near an H Mart in New York, you guys, you have to get the vegan kimchi. It's like $9. It's so freaking worth it. Mm-hmm. I put that in my mouth and it tasted like wet cardboard. And I was oh like, oh, my this God, something is <gasps> up. Oh, that's so scary, especially before anyone knew what it was. And like mm-hmm. it was still like, oh, that's like not coming here you know right well actually it was like i feel as though i was very lucky to have gotten it so early because it was mm-hmm. less scary because there wasn't these waves of death and yeah yeah these young people i know in like the broadway community like we lost young actors and yeah and all of those really scary things mm-hmm. so i was just like oh i guess i'm sick yeah yeah i guess the worst is over wait yeah. did you hear my timer go off yeah, was that for your french fries? Those are my fries. Okay, right, I'm going to turn them. my oven off and then I'll be back. Okay. We can, we can explain what that means. So, crazy hotties, something's going on with Eileen and I'm really concerned about her. It's just you and I right now, so don't tell her that I said this, but, um, oh, she's back. Okay, I'm back. I don't know <laughs> what you said. I'm going to hear it when I'm it. So, basically, my oven is not broken. It's working fine, but it was doing this thing yesterday and earlier today where I would turn it on, and then I would come back in 15 minutes, and it would be off, and it just did that, like, two times in a row. But, and I thought maybe it was like, oh, maybe my French fry tray is too cold because I left it in the fridge. <laughs> it's, yep. like, putting the flame out. Maybe it's too big and it needed more airflow to keep sure. the flame going. But guess what, Lauren? It it's working, okay? <laughs> so I was right, Eileen. Okay, okay, so the way that this bitch came to me today, minutes ago, <laughs> saying, "Okay, first of all, it's a heat wave in New York. We're both in our underwear, like yeah. fully not wearing clothes except for bras and underwear." Yeah, and she goes. I think I'm putting I'm my oven is not broken. It keeps turning off over and over and over. Three times it's turned off. Not able to cook a simple sheet of frozen french fries. I said, "Eileen, your oven is broken." She said, "No, actually it's not." She said, "It is because the french fries are too cold and the tray <laughs> and the tray is too big." And but I said, "But it's not broken because it was working like intermittently." Eileen, I feel like you are in an abusive relationship with this oven, and I'm like, get out of the relationship, and you're like, he's great for me. Mm-hmm. 
he's a great father your oven's <laughs> fucking broken <laughs> bitch like it doesn't work it keeps turning off because okay. the fries are too cold yeah in maybe. what world <laughs> maybe we don't know and you know I, what i can't live in a world where my oven is broken okay so i'm in denial that's fair um you know but, what that's something yeah. that like let's always have that in our back pocket we're always doing things to continue living in the world that we live in adaptive yeah. behaviors yes sometimes yes. it's lying to ourselves um, we've Nick actually, my boyfriend, um, knower of all things, gave me this saying where I was speaking about someone in my life who was dependent on alcohol for a while and saying, you know, but it was it was kind of like the what they used to stay in to keep doing what they were doing because they were living a very kind of punishing reality. Mm-hmm. And Nick said, well, I think this is what they need to stay in their world. They mm-hmm. need to be able to have that release at the end of the day, which unfortunately manifested in alcohol dependency. I yeah. think many of us, including myself, have felt the stress of New York and needing to mm-hmm. like go to a bar and have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's not dependency, but I love that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, right yeah. now, what you need to stay in your world is to believe that your oven is not broken when it is it's not Probably. though it just worked it okay. just worked right. i hope it's not broken eileen i'm not yeah. wishing thank for you. that thank i you. just want to be bitch be for real <laughs> i want to be yeah. bitch be for real about it I do. um thank you for saying that though here's the thing <laughs> i just at, at this point i don't even want the fries it's like i've literally been trying to make them for like two days and i can't have them sitting in my fridge anymore so i'm like mm-hmm. okay i'm just gonna cook them Luckily, I am I and that's the thing is I was going to make them before we started recording this. And it took so long because twice I went back to the oven and it was off that the now I can't have them. And now our guest is about to be here and I'm not going to interrupt her and say, hey, let me just flip my French fries for a second. (laughs) But what are they doing? They're just sitting They're sitting in the oven. That's off. They're they're cooking in the residual leftover Heat. heat. Okay, so you're going to crank it yeah. when we're done, and then you'll have them after. Yeah, 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 exactly. When, when we're okay. done, I'll just crank it to, like, 500 for, like, five minutes, like a sure. pizza. You know, yeah. like a pizza oven. And speak of El Diablo, here is our guest. Wow, I'm so nervous. Mm. Oh, my God, here she is. Oh, my God. Oh. I hope she doesn't hate that we're in our bras. Oh, no. Hello. Hello. Guys, our guest today is an absolutely gorgeous comedic icon and actor. You know her from Asian Pop. She's putting up a show at Union Hall called The Fashion Police. And she's also one of the hottest professions in the world, a dentist. Give a very warm welcome to Maya Deshmukh. Oh my God, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. This is like, what an honor. You guys are such talented queen so beautiful so stunning. oh my god stop stop thank stop it eileen's <laughs> oven doesn't work she can't cook her french fries <laughs> yeah we did a whole thing before before you came on about how my oven doesn't work and how i'm in denial but i'm leaving mm-hmm. um i'm leaving french fries in there hope kind of just hoping that they'll cook themselves wow. um anyway <laughs> you that's can really, die you know you can diagnose me later for I that know. You should all put them in a pan. Put them in a pan. Dry. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I, um, so I work at a restaurant. This is a stupid story. I'm going to tell it. I work at a restaurant and someone ordered to go food and she picked up her to go food like 45 minutes late. And she was like, can you reheat all of my food? Cause it's cold now. 
And I was like, no, no. Um, we're not, no. you ordered like a lot of food. No. But I said to her, I was like, <clears throat> you know, if you have a, if you have a stove, you can just reheat it in a pan like it'll be really easy. And then all of my coworkers were like, why would you tell her to reheat it in a pan? And I was like, that's good advice. Like, what are you saying? Anyway, so I, I'm glad that you advised me to heat it in a pan. That's gaslighting. It Full is. Stop. Full stop. It's gaslighting. Thank you. It's absolutely oh a perfectly acceptable way to reheat food. I mean, <laughs> toaster oven also. I mean, yes. many ways to do it's it. Better than a microwave. Like, oh, fuck a microwave. I mean, you're not a heathen. Come on. Come on. Okay, Maya... We, oh my gosh, we're so excited to have you. I think, you. how did we meet? We met at Caviar. We were at a show. We did we a show together. Show. I was like absolutely blown away because I thought you were so talented. You were making oh my God. songs so well. I also used to do musical improv, girl. I'm a musical <gasps> improv. Did you? Do you take classes at UCB? No, I did take classes at UCB, but mm-hmm. I, took classes, I was like a magnet girl, you know? Okay, okay. Talk but about an indie darling. Talk about oh my God, she's an indie <laughs> darling. <laughs> Did you the, take the you Chloe took- Sevigny of Improv Academies, <laughs> The Magnet? <laughs> did you did you take the musical improv there? Yes, I did. I did. Nice. I, I did. Nice. And I really I love to sing. Um, and I think when you're like a, a musical theater person, kind of coming back like into comedy, mm-hmm. I feel like it was like a really fun way to transition your loves of musical theater and comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. That's what I loved about it. When I started doing it, I was like, yeah. I get to be funny and people can see that I'm a good singer. It's like the best of both worlds. And, yeah. And you're like literally like songwriting in front of everybody. That's um, right. Did you, were you on a magnet team? Mm-hmm. What's, what was your team name? It was called um, Snake Eyes, but then. Snake Eyes. Huh, snake Eyes. But talk about, not Snake Eyes. I forget, actually. It's, it wasn't Snake Eyes. It was something else. I kind of am um, blanking, frankly. Nice. Um, but I was, it was the first time I got put on a team. And it was like, I was felt so like accomplished. It felt so great. And then like six months into it, they like cut people. Mm. And I was one of six out of 60 people that were cut. Oh, no. It was like devastating. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like not funny. I'm not good. I suck. I look like oh, no. a fool. I would be so sad if I got cut from a team. I mean, I would probably, <sighs> I would be so like, I'd be like, oh my God, I suck. Would you fucking... don't suck. You're amazing. No. That's the craziest thing is like, we've been talking, so, we've been making jokes about UCB, rest in peace. Like, we yes. love it. They did take a lot of money. They did some stuff wrong. They did some Girl. stuff right. They but did, I'm like, they did everything short of branding our butts. That's true. Yeah. Like, like, um, Nexium. Nexium, which happened in the very close to the town I grew up in, which is LOL for real. So funny. Wait, do you, have um, you guys been following the story? Because Allison Mack just got sentenced. She only got three years. Hmm. Maybe because they're doing a Smallville reboot in five years and she needs ah, to be out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's mm-hmm. it. I think it's because she like t- like talked a lot. and like, Somebody got save me. You remember that? She said that theme I'm, song? No, that I never I watched Smallville. I never watched oh. I had such a hard on for Tom. Oh, my God. I was all over that show. I don't give two shits about any super anyone, but except for Poison Ivy. Um, mm-hmm. But, oh, my God, the the lead guy in Smallville. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, nope. he was really hot. He's Foy 99. I don't right? even know who that I don't know who that is. I'll show you a cool picture of him. 
Okay. Yeah. Please show me a cool picture of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Maya, we have one question. Yeah, we just have one question and then we'll basically be done. And then we'll basically be done and you can In leave. about an hour or so. Uh, um, yeah. Maya, why are you so hot? What's your deal, What's Maya? your deal and what is it about you that makes you attractive to other people, be it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Wow, that's a complex question. It is. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I do identify as hot, so yes. I'm not on live in this position. I appreciate mm-hmm. you for saying it because it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, it's a lot of work. I will mm-hmm. be very honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I find that I put a lot of money and effort and time into my appearance take it or leave it like that's what it is bitch you know what mm-hmm. I mean and like uh yeah it's like I'm a lot of my self-worth is tied into how I physically look mm-hmm. which is fucked up um and it's really unfortunate I think it's also just like you know we're women mm-hmm. um but it's uh kind of like it's crazy like and that's the physical attribute so you know I get like facials I work out I like I'm trying not to eat candy um you know Mm -hmm. I so I work I do that I think about clothes all the time I just spend Mm -hmm. hours trying on outfits and you know letting the I love that letting the Instagram uh algorithm shape my brain into Mm -hmm. you know effortless quirky aesthetic and Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's it's unfortunate that like sometimes how we look is so important to our shelter. It totally is, but I will say like you are absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Like oh God, you're so you're so beautiful. Like it's insane. Thank you so much. Um. So whatever you're doing is like working. I also am curious. I've never had a facial, and like what what is that like? entail what's like the best facial to get you gotta get you you basically just type in facial online go to videos (laughs) okay yeah and you have to say that you're 18 okay but that's how you get the good ones yeah Yeah. honestly i can't wait why haven't they done a study on why haven't they yeah like just like proteins I yeah. bet, like, honestly, I feel like if you could put that shit on your face and your face would tighten up, it's, like, tar- like it's just protein. We would be right. milking those dicks, dude. Like. <laughs> because if of the could... evangelical <laughs> big pharma. If cum had, like, some sort of, like, mm-hmm. anti-aging mm-hmm. properties. Oh, no, my I God. Would, I, I wouldn't still want. I, will, I, I would just be, like, come in that uh, mason jar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially, wait, do you, are you partnered with a person? I am partnered. I am partnered. I am a hetero. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hetero. This is, we actually identify as a safe space for hetero. I mean, I don't know if I'm like hetero, hetero, but you know, it's like yeah. I'm in a heteronormative relationship. We're tied that, si- really that side of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, yeah. If there's a war and I have to choose a side, like I'm not with the breeders. They are not my people. Yes. No. Yes. And that is a that's a great place to be. And I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, but because you have access to a man, you would be like, be, you'd just be like, babe, like, mm-hmm. give me some. Like, I, I need to wash my face. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Or I'd be like, like you know what? The jar's looking a little low. Yeah. Why don't you I'm take off work to today? Deposit. Mm-hmm. Get in there. I'm selling this. I'm selling this online. I have a mm-hmm. bunch of ladies that are want. <laughs> mm-hmm. How I has there you... not been a study? No, I bet there How has been a study. Some they have found people... out that it does nothing. That it's no different than. I don't know, spit with sperm in it, which I think is basically what it is. <laughs> and men, their egos can't handle that. Oh, so they're like, yeah. it's a mystery. Probably we should come on your face a lot because it's unfounded what mm-hmm. will come of it. Even though mm-hmm. science, there's like some buried report. What will come of it. <sighs> Very true. <laughs> um, Eileen, you found an embedded joke. Good job, Eileen. <laughs> Thank you, robot lady. Wait, you guys, I just Googled, is cum good for your face? And it says, using your partner's sperm as a mask is full of a compound called spermine, which is an antioxidant, which can help reduce wrinkles, smooth the skin, prevent no. acne or spots, and give you overall healthy looking okay, skin. Okay, yeah. What fucking man wrote yeah. this article? But someone else, there's this directly, is... directly after it, there's a counter, a counter argument that says the water mm-hmm. in the semen as it dries off on your face could leave your skin drier. So, mm-hmm. okay. This is like Chaz Chasman from the Bukaki Institute. <laughs> <laughs> no thank leader you the, leader of the incels yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yes incel i'm president. just trying to help all these women's faces which is their currency for value <laughs> yeah, to me as an incel man fuck um it. so what were we talking about oh yeah um how hot you are so yeah, so you're hot so what's something maya that is like no work to you that is or the many mm-hmm. things that are apparent to us and maybe I, hidden and that you enjoy or you and your um I have yeah I uh, what are those things I I'm blessed with really good knock on wood hair uh I'm gonna knock yes. on yes we got you I got you too um yeah I just you know it's 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 very should I show oh my god you? she's oh my god she's gonna oh do god. a pantane moment she's tipped it, it, it out is, well I have pantane hair like not a wig Oh. oh my god it's gorgeous. like luxury oh mm-hmm. my jesus are you just born with that yeah wow it's, it's maybe i'll just be down oh but my it's, god it's, thank you guys i appreciate it but uh <gasps> oh it just flipped over model. to the other side too it's unfurling <laughs> it's like odalisque like a renaissance woman just just yes. voluptuous on each side of Maya's beautiful face <laughs> It's like that that episode of Friends. Sorry, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about Friends. Um, <laughs> hetero, um, hetero wow, kings and queens. Um, it's like Wait, that trigger episode. warning. <laughs> it's like that episode of Friends where Ross's cousin like flips her hair and then he tries to make out with her, <laughs> but they're cousins. Do you know that episode? Wait, is that who's who's his cousin? Is it Denise Richards? Yes. Yes. Wait, I think. Yeah. Maybe? And she's she's supposed to be like 19 years old. <sighs> what? Well, uh... It is Denise Richards. Anyway, I just I just googled her. You'll find that throughout the podcast I'm going to google like five or six more things probably. I love it. Um, I love an online fact. I love a podcast fact checker. Who's that? Oh, wow, wow, who is that? Okay, so you know how I was talking about Smallville and how I watched it for the lead guy? Yeah. This is Tom yeah. Welling, the lead guy of Smallville, Crazy okay. Hatters. I am showing Maya and Eileen a picture, a cool picture. A picture. Of him uh, in a suit, looking fine. Okay, yeah, he's hot. He yeah, is. he's hot. His He ha- looks like he has so much filler in his jaw. Oh, he wait. This, when he looks... Like people get fillered to look like. 
guys, this was like what I was That's, into. Okay, yeah. In but he's school. so much younger in that picture. He is. But you know what? I want to see him as an 80-year-old. Do you know who else got cheek filler is Zac Efron? (gasps) I know. Which I think is. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel it's unfortunate. I would hate to be the doctor that was like, it looks good. I know. I know. And I think, you know, we don't have to get into like a whole discourse about plastic surgery and stuff. I think, you know, people can do what they want for their own, with their own bodies. But I also think we should examine why is it that I want to put silicone in my cheeks to make it them look different. What is I, that stemming from? You know, I want that. I want that because but why? much like you were hitting on. Well, first of all, I've seen people with incredible work that I only realized was work years later mm-hmm. when I heard plastic surgeons and medical professionals talk about the difference between looking like you have worked on and just looking that when when somebody has really beautiful cosmetic procedures done they just look like you can't take your eyes off of them yeah but you're not um, looking at them in a voyeuristic way nose job Ooh, okay you okay, have you had a rhinoplasty job. i did i did. wait talk about that was it scary okay you know what honestly i got it when i was 18 and uh-huh. I'm Indian, and I I wonder part of it. Okay, like this struggle, like this is the thing that's kind of like for women of color. I think in this country, like especially if you were born in America, and you know maybe you have like family, you know, like my parents are immigrants. I like always put myself up to like a different standard of beauty because like you're always seeing just like the blonde hair, blue eyed girl, like Mm -hmm. that's the hot girl. Like that's the person. I think things have obviously changed a lot. Like now the Mm -hmm. aesthetic has definitely changed, but I Mm -hmm. think that like growing up, that was like all I saw. And that's not why I got a nose job, but maybe it was like deep down subconsciously, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you need like a more European looking nose. I don't know. I mean, I think I still have like an ethnic nose. Like he didn't do a lot. But it was like it was like a real thing that I think that like a lot mm-hmm. of young women have to go through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, totally, totally. Well, and thank that, you for sharing yeah. that. That's that's. Oh, I, I'm very open about it. Yeah, it's and it's also amazing when you're like, what? You know, you never mm-hmm. know, and it was a huge thing mm-hmm. for you at the time, I'm sure. And um, yeah, I think if you want to, it's yours. So do with it what you will. But my mm-hmm. fear is that telling is. my family. Was your family girl? That's the other thing. Okay. My dad was like, you're getting a nose. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. It wasn't, but it wasn't like it was, they were all like, okay. Like, yeah. When you're 18, you get your nose job right before you go to Rutgers because that's what you do in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, but it was, it wasn't like a malicious, like mean thing. It was Mm -hmm. just like, if you should get a nose job, if you want to get a nose job, we'll, get you a nose job which was wow that's so supportive of them kind of is yeah Yeah. Yeah. i felt like i probably had a slightly better life because of my nose job Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's a real thing it's a real thing i mean that is something that i mean it it, it's fabulous when you feel Mm -hmm. fabulous and it conforms to a standard of beauty that's very powerful but it's also horrible when you don't when you're against that grain Mm-hmm. And, you know, even somebody like you, Maya, who is just striking and is always striking, 
when you don't feel striking, you look the same to us. Mm -hmm. Like that's the rub about body image. And you look no different. We probably will never see you and think, oh, oh, my God, what's going on with Maya? Yeah. Unless you have the stomach bug and then you're puking uncontrollably at Union <laughs> Hall and people are getting their fucking shuffleboard things. And then we'll say, Ugh, what's wrong with Maya? Why did she <laughs> come here? But even then you look gorgeous. So like that is the rub. You know, I had a friend once say to me, I told her about my own body dysmorphia and my eating disorder and everything. And she looked at me and said, I've never looked at you and thought Lauren looks bigger or too big or something what's going Mm -hmm. on with her I have never once looked at you and Mm -hmm. thought that I just want you to know that Mm -hmm. and it really makes you think like Mm -hmm. wow all of that was in my head Mm -hmm. it is wait I think that we totally skipped over um what the question was about when you're like in your element like what is something that you're doing where you're just like oh this just is being like, maya i'm just be. being maya i'm in so my hot. i'm in my flow state i'm just like mm-hmm. absolutely vibing like yes. what's okay. that and honestly i'm living in that era right now yes. because i mean like hot summer sunshine beach mm-hmm. is like where my ethos lies i think mm-hmm. like ideal day do some kind of like athletic like activity humble brag do surf. <laughs> you surf Which on the also ocean? also makes me really hot, I will say. What? It sure does. It I sure does. I love a surf. I love a surfer. Mm-hmm. Gal, surfer guy. Everyone's so Oh, my sexy. God. Are you mm-hmm. popping into Paramus Mall to pick up a rash guard? I mean, I is I should. Is that, like, what they did? No. I don't know. I'm just thinking of surf stuff and New Jersey stuff together. Oh, New Jersey. Oh, I'm from South Jersey. I'm, I'm from, like, near Philadelphia. So Paramus is, like, another state. Are you going to King of Prussia? Picking up a I'm going to King of Prussia. <laughs> oh, King of Prussia. That was, like, that was, like, fit Rodeo Drive for me. Mm-hmm. Mm, same girl. I, like, had gelato for the first time there. And I was like, oh, am, I, am I in France? Like, Yeah. <laughs> No, but seriously, we got to run because they're putting the gate down at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I got to slide under the gate. <laughs> My coupon expires tomorrow. <laughs> I was a big, like, going into Philly and, like, walking around the, like, edgy part, like, the East Village mm-hmm. of Philadelphia kind of place. Mm-hmm. That was my... Like, Have you been in that fabulous latex and sex store on South Street? Yeah, that has, Condom like, Kingdom. Con- not Condom Kingdom. Oh, no, Condom Kingdom. Kingdom. I've been in it. I've def- I don't know the name, but, like, I've yes. been in all of those places. I don't either, but that is the first place that I went that they were like, we're a sex store, and if you're making fun of these huge dongs, we'll kick you out because we take kink seriously. (gasps) And if you want to come to our (laughs) workshop on needle play, it's this weekend. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then there's Condom Kingdom, which is like, please pick up this dong and laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That is so, like, edgy, Philly, like, vibe. It's so, Mm -hmm. like, any of those, like, towns that are not new york that have like an arts and culture and like a community mm-hmm. like that kind of like a portland vibe yeah yeah philly are like same same but different yeah mm-hmm. that's portland, Oregon. Yeah, but philly doesn't get the respect that portland does maybe mm-hmm. because we don't have the natural beauty and i get that but philly yeah fucking weird. <laughs> really or any beauty at all and we do understand that we do understand <laughs> that the delaware valley may not be the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> That's out of our control. Mm-hmm. But they do have a very like aggressive hipster like. And if you don't believe in using only corn oil, don't ever come in here again. <laughs> and you're like, all right. That is so funny. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I love that. But you know what? Fair. I feel like people make fun of people. Like, you're like, this is my lifestyle. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Get a safe word or get out, you know? Yes. That is that Get a safe word yeah. or get out. Yeah. An amazing catchphrase yeah. and probably what I will title this episode. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, Maya, you're surfing. What else? Yes. I mean, let's just hit on the fact that you're crazy smart, too. I mean, you're a you're dentist. A you're a very successful comedian. Dorntist. You were number one in NBC's character showcase. Like, yes. Bitch. <laughs> so many accomplishments of all kinds. Wait, Thank can you, you talk about being a dentist and why you, why you decided or what? Do you love dentistry? What made you pursue it? kind of love it now because I'm like mm-hmm. 10,000 hours like commitment mm-hmm. to detail I like working with my hands I'm like it, it's like very like arts and crafts adjacent mm. um, and I do love science I really love science but um basically I was always like pretty creative growing up my parents were like you know immigrants and they weren't like super supportive and like didn't want me to kind of go that path so it was like deeply discouraged mm-hmm. um I always like knew deep down inside like that was like what I, my dream was um and this is comedy yeah like well not comedy but like acting and like Mm -hmm. performing and like being on stage like that kind of shit Mm -hmm. um so my family was never like oh like yeah cool like get your bfa like we'll support you like they were like no Mm -hmm. you need to go to Rutgers. you need to like get a education and like get a way to like support yourself and my parents were both professionals and like it's kind of like everybody around me was very accomplished so I had this like need to keep up but mm-hmm. being a dentist is really cool because it's only four years and you don't have mm-hmm. to you do one year residency you don't have to do like a five-year residency no one's gonna die and it's like you can work as little as or as much as you want like I work like three to four days a week you know mm-hmm. I'm with a flexible schedule so it's cool and it's like I really do I do like it so mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. do I do like what I do and I feel like I'm good at what I that's amazing. That's so cool. Wait, are you like the type of so I I will preface this by saying I have not been to the dentist in like two years. I which mean. I I know. You I know. Girl. I know. I don't have so I don't have health insurance at the moment. I've been meaning to I've been meaning to get it. I like moved to Maine and then I couldn't get it in Maine because I didn't qualify and so I I just moved back. Anyway. Um but the dentist is just the person that comes in like like does the dental hygienist do all the stuff oh the cleaning okay so sometimes yes i do like because i don't like okay i have like a like a place where i see people so like if you honest i mean honestly weird i'm like thank you for having me a podcast if you want and if you need to get a cleaning and a dentist like you can call me um but okay yeah. i might actually i might actually you should totally I mean, <laughs> okay. can i ask you what area your dental mm. office is in it's on midtown in midtown on 50 on 40 sorry 49th and madison in okay town accessible cool. via rock it's not a we can it's we can bleep that out dentistry, if you want right you don't have to bleep that out okay if you want people hey if you want to be if you're looking for a dentist that's like chill likes her job but sometimes mm-hmm. goes to auditions and like mm-hmm. is cares about comedy like cool some mm-hmm. people don't want that some people are like no like that's mm-hmm. weird some mm-hmm. people do want that so it's like you know if you feel comfortable mm-hmm. you're looking for somebody feel free mm-hmm. put it in the promo baby oh look my husband's blocking me. <laughs> hello hello <laughs> hello this is such a fun podcast i'm having such a good time oh, oh good thank you but yes, um yes yeah, sorry my, uh, lauren ask your question well, first of all, I uh, 
am glad that we've said the husband word because you have a beautiful stack of rings on your hand that I've been looking at constantly. And I just wanted to bring that up and, va- and validate that you do have a beautiful diamond on your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you meet your husband? What's like the quick elevator pitch for why we should believe you as are in a credible relationship? Why should we believe someone loves you? <laughs> you know why because everyone's lovable everyone deserves love everyone yes. deserves a partner that yeah. respects them and treats them like mm. kindly mm-hmm. are valued you will like you have to accept that and that should mm-hmm. always, and that is what i'll preface my relationship with he's so sweet but basically we met when we were 23 years old nice right after i graduated from college and like moved to new york to like wait you met last year yeah <laughs> that's just a joke because Maya's obviously old. <laughs> oh, but you, you know, it was. I'm not that old. I'm. I'm actually old. I'm. That was two and a half years ago. Mm. Oh, okay. No, um, for our listeners, Maya is literally a Neutrogena commercial from like 2001, where they're just like an angel, like maybe an angel or an elf from Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, where they're just like eternal and. Could be 10,000 years old, could be 25, Mm -hmm, maybe, mm -hmm. but nowhere in between. (laughs) Nowhere in between. Wait, how old are you actually? Or you don't have to answer. Honestly, um, I don't really answer that question. I hope you can respond. Okay, of course. I mean, like, you could figure it out. Like, there's a a range, you know, there's a range. Of course. We actually, we can't figure it out but we we are bad <laughs> very young bad so good whatever you're doing is great i mean i appreciate it um no i i, I stopped telling people my age a i love that years ago i love yes, that for I, you. I just like don't like whatever i'm whoever you're like it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter well that's yeah. true it's like what are you trying to figure out by that right. is there exactly. information that you need to know i mean you usually know? you'll find out my age if it's a, like i'm like we're we're like the same age that's like i'm you know, right, right. People are like, "Why shut up?" I'm like the same age as you, and I'm like, "Okay, okay. you can actually okay. get my real age." You're like, "Okay, you can know." But, um, so that's Maya. It. You met your husband. What your husband name of? His name. Okay, so his name is John Klebanoff, but I call him Klebs. Klebs. Nice. Klebs. Like a nickname he's had. Since I love that. Child. Um, and you only call him that. I literally only call him Klebs. You do not call him John. Do you ever call him John? Like if you're like super lovey or super mad? Like literally never. I just never. And like, I'm introducing him to people that he's meeting in this realm in my time. He's like, I don't want to be Klebs anymore. Like you could just mm-hmm. call him John. Yeah. So like that's when I'm like, oh, it's my husband John. But it's like mm-hmm. right. Call him by his nickname that he's had. How did John ask you to marry him? Oh, very sweet. We were in. We were doing a little road trip up the coast of California in uh, Big Sur, and we rented like a. Really what Philadelphia wasn't beautiful enough for you? You couldn't have gone down South Street. No, no, I was not going. I was not going up and down the Delaware River. Because I will do South Coast accent right now. Yeah. What do you think it fucking? It stinks too much down there, or what's your problem? So bad all the time. Smells. They forget. They have a place called Fishtown. (laughs) <laughs> Maya, that is the hardest accent, and I wish to master it on your level. But holy fucking shit, that's good to hear. Oh my god, Fish Town, Fish it's town. so hard. Fish town. <laughs> so you're on a road trip. Are you expecting it? What? What's that? Oh no. Okay, I had it. I had an inkling. I am psychic a little bit. 
Okay. We'll touch back on that. We'll touch back on that. I knew it was going to happen. I like had an inkling. I was like, he's probably going to propose. It's going to happen. And um, and we like went we we went to this like little cute Airbnb that had like a little like baby hiking trail and it was like a little like a uh, sunset vista with like a little table chair. We went to like a vineyard earlier and like got like some like you know nice like Cabernet from like a little Santa Barbara sideways moment vineyard. And then um, oh funny 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 story, she is a stoner. Side story. I am nice. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. And we were in California. I was like, you know, legally mm-hmm. imbibing. Um, and I dropped my joint and I was like, oh man, I want to smoke it. And my husband's like, can you just like not, can you just like not go looking in the dirt for your like fucking roach? Please. <laughs> like, I, for some reason, I, like, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Really Wait, was this like right like, before? Was this right before? Why, why did clubs yes why did clubs not want you was he about to propose to you yeah then he proposed to me oh my god yeah like can you fucking calm down i while i propose to you for one goddamn minute like be like stoned for like a second like like, also can you not dig through the dirt to find the butt (laughs) of a giant like a raccoon (laughs) oh my god fully fully fully. we've i mean i don't know if we've all been there but i sure have I think mm-hmm. most Instagram model esque relationships like yours, Maya, where the you would picture them like to be laying in a field of clover on a blanket. They're actually like, I actually had just thrown up but was hiding it and was throwing up again when he asked me to marry him. Like they have the most comically uh like contradictory yeah yeah like and also i love to hear from the proposer side that they were like i was trying to propose to them and they kept doing weird shit that threw me Mm -hmm. off like all of a sudden they said that they had to go get a different panty liner because the one they got was too plasticky and they were worried that i didn't (laughs) breathe and i was trying to propose to them and they were doing this weird thing like it really does happen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so funny to see the proposer get so fucked up by it, mm-hmm. where we're just being ourselves. We don't think twice. Yeah, yeah. so true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was something foreshadowing. Uh, wow. I love that. Um, we unfortunately do have to pause for a brief moment and read a word from oh our sponsor. God. And I'm so oh, sorry about this. Oh, that's exciting. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's exciting. humiliating and disgusting and despicable. It's, and you will bad. see why in one second. <laughs> once we read it. We're, we're born under a bad sign when it comes to sponsorships, Maya. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. You know those friends that have it way too together for their age? You're 29 and you own a car and you're thinking of buying a house? What? They drive you places in the car that they own. They smoke you up when you're broke, invite you to plays and shit. If you have never experienced a friendship like this, you're truly missing out. But we're here to fill the gap. Introducing Ask My Mom, a service that provides a surrogate parent friend to do things for you that perhaps some adults can do, but that you definitely can't do. Call and make your own doctor's appointments. Call to figure out that thing with your health insurance. Call your super to tell them your roof is leaking. A lot of call-based favors. Just order one of two surrogate parents. Provide them with a list of tasks you need done that you can't do yourself, like arguing that overdraft fee, and they'll do them. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are already services that do this. True, but do these services also tell you that you're hot and that they love spending time with you just as a real friend would? 
no, but Ask My Mom does. So order an Ask My Mom friend today for only $500,000 a week. I don't know. Ask my mom. We wow, are we so are sorry, so about, sorry that. about that. That is so, I am oh, so embarrassed. Honestly, it sounds like a, can I get that? I would love all of that. I know. Oh I kind of do too, but I think that the Ask My Moms are all like crazy, like, like, like bad at it. Like just stoner friends that are like, oh, I can't really do this. <laughs> That's Maybe a not, steep though. price. 500K. I don't think yeah. they should. Yeah. Yeah. How much money does do they have? Because they're paying us a lot to read that copy. Yeah, it's like I think for five hundred thousand dollars, I'll just I'll just do it myself. Yeah. You know, like I can you know rent, I can buy a car for five hundred thousand dollars and drive myself. Girl, you could buy you know, a Volkswagen but, Tiguan for. Yeah. T- I could 15K. buy like eighty cars. Okay. Probably more than that. Even. Maya, do you have a car? I do. Bad at math. I do. Have I a car. knew Maya had a what car. What kind of car do you have? I have a gorgeous 2008 Honda Accord. Love it. I fucking love her. She's why don't you lead with that? I don't know. I don't know why that's not a flex. I have a dude. I love my 2008 Honda Accord. How how do you use it? Okay, so Mm -hmm. roughly, don't tell us exactly where because once people figure out that they need to stalk you, they're going to stalk you. But about where Mm -hmm. does Thoust and Klebist live? Is that the, the car? No, where no, do you Clems. live? Oh, Cleves. I was like, yeah. I was like, what is? This? Oh, we live in Clinton Hill. I oh, love Clinton Gorge. Hill. Gorgina. Okay, so you're seeing Angelina Jolie do crosswalks to the UN all the time. She's walking. Wait, Clinton Hill's in Brooklyn. Yes, oh, he's I would say it with Murray Hill. No. Oh my God, cut that out. Okay, well, I'll cut that out. Don't worry, I'll cut that out. I always forget that. <laughs> I always forget where Angelina Jolie like, is. How dare you? How dare you think she I likes to? <laughs> okay, well that's okay. my only compliment for that area because I did see an apartment there once, and I was like, this kitchen belongs on a boat, mm-hmm. and the inside of the apartment's stucco. Like, uh-huh, can you call uh-huh. the hospital and admit yourself for being high on gas fumes? Because this is a joke. Don't yeah. ever show this to me. Wait, what color uh, is your Honda Accord? Black. Nice. Ooh. Classy. So where do you, if you're living in Clinton Hill, is it like, where do you find yourself using your car in New York? Because New York oh. is not like yeah. having a car anywhere else. It's actually harder to take your car places at times. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, we just use it to like get out of the city, honestly. Nice. So, like, if we're visiting, like, his parents or, like, I drive down to the beach a lot. I go to the mm-hmm. beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll drive to, like, see, like, my cousins, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll go to Wegmans. Nice. So, okay, first of all, I'll see you at Wegmans because I went to school in western New York and Wegmans was. Wegmans is fucking, I love it. And I love the ethos of Wegmans. Wegmans isn't fucking performative, okay? Mm-hmm. Wegman is walking the walk, but they mm-hmm. are not talking the talk. They're just existing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sorry, Whole Foods is so problematic and so performative and so judgy. Mm-hmm. Because Wegmans is giving you quality. She's giving you sustainability. She's giving you local small business mm-hmm. realness. Listen. And, and, and she's not being so extra about it. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's giving you the best sub on whole wheat bread you've ever had in your small. I mean, life. have you seen that fish counter? There's tuna. There's the swordfish. It's from here. We've got head on top. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got like full on prepared foods, including which I've never tried because I was never allowed to put it in the cart. 
a, like a, a good crab dip stuffed pretzel. Like, doesn't that sound so good to you? What I like, the you fuck? Know what? This sounds amazing. Yes, because oh as a vegan, I have been having strong craving for uh, lobster all of a sudden. You so need a lobster. You need a lobster. Come on. I it's know, a, it's I know. an insect. It's an insect. It's big- Listen, if I get some of that claw meat in my mouth, and I don't mean that sexually for the first time ever in my life. Actually, that's a good, like, that's a good, like, um, vagina come on, right? Because a claw is, like, a lobster claw kind of looks like a puss. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess it does a little bit. Okay, so for all of our listeners going after the vulva vagina situation, you are allowed for free to use my new term called give me some of that claw meat, but you can only use it in a flirtatious relationship where you have a deep level of trust because otherwise that is too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Okay, Maya, I'm totally on the Wegmans Brigade. Do we know that Alec Baldwin's mom loves Wegmans and made him do a Wegmans commercial? Made him. It's the weirdest commercial ever. My boyfriend Nick told me about it, but there is an Alec Baldwin being like, come to Wegmans. It's a, it's a best grocery store. Wait, you know, that's honestly, wild. I love that, just like, that like factual sentence. Because yeah. he's yeah. fucking right. He's right. He's not wrong. So good. I yeah. mean, honestly... Thank God for COVID for showing me Wegmans. But I haven't been back. I haven't been back. I need to go. Mm-hmm. I need to go. Yeah. Where is it, Maya, in Brooklyn? Um, There's one in, uh, like, the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Not- oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I used to bike yeah. by there all the time. So yeah. it's kind of like Park Slope Proximal, right? Yeah? Um, no. All right, cool. It's closer to, like, it's closer to, like, Dumbo. Yeah, it's like oh. dumb, it's like between Dumbo, like, North Fort Greene, like, close to the river, mm-hmm. close to, like, we're South Williamsburg. It's like that, mm-hmm. like, but across, you know, Trifle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They have oh, a parking lot like you're in freaking Paramus, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you straight up, that's the cool thing about it. You go Paramus? There, like, you're, like, you're in freaking Jersey. It's like you're mm-hmm. pulling into a parking lot, mm-hmm. and you're, like, like you're suburban, and mm-hmm. just, like. Your car is a mile back, and you're, like, it's not even crowded today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Maya, wait, I just want to get, like, a little capsule moment of you growing up in Jersey. Because you grew up in Jersey. You went to high school in Jersey, right? Yeah. You were obviously a fly girl central. Like, we love you. We know. I know. I know you're waving your finger, but you cannot hide it. You could not hide it in a mascot costume, Maya. I'd like to see you try. I would be like, there's a beautiful woman inside of that orange bird. Mm. I know it. Okay. You know what? Yeah. So growing up in South Jersey was really interesting. It was a very like um, different. It was diverse, but predominantly white, you know, and it was interesting because you have a lot of like black people around. You also had a lot of Jewish people. You had a lot of Indian immigrants, Asian immigrants, other like (laughs) East Asian immigrants. You had a lot of, like, really poor white people that kind of came from, like, pretty rough, like, rural areas. We went to, like, a regional school. You had, like, really rich, like, immigrants, like, kids. You know, it's you had everything. And it was a very interesting, interesting population. Um, the thing about it – oh, actually, recently my high school was in the news – I don't know if you heard about there was a kid that was doing, like, a valedictorian speech. and I did hear about that. Day. And his principal came and, like, unplugged his – that was my high school. And I'm not surprised by <gasps> Wait, what happened? I didn't hear the what he did. He unplugged – so this kid was gay and, like – and 
had an eating disorder and he was talking about both of those struggles, you know, that he had to deal with over, you know, not that whatever. He, he obviously went through some struggles and he was talking about overcoming his challenges and he was valedictorian and the principal unplugged his, um, his microphone while he started talking about being gay. I did see a TikTok about that. And like to silence him, to silence his gay voice. Like literally like ripped up his speech, but he like memorized it. Because obviously he's a valedictorian. He can memorize a seven minute yeah, speech. Honey. Uh, no, he was hey, like, how's... they're going to come for me. I'm going viral, mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. How is the, what's the only higher rank than valedictorian is gay valedictorian? Yes. Of course. Yes. He's I got mean... it. Memorized. Okay. Well, so that was your high school. Is it the same principal? No, it wasn't the same principal. I Damn. mean, um, it, it's just really unfortunate. I feel like it was kind of a very, like, sometimes I'm like, it was kind of like a poor provincial town. I'm like, everyone's like, there's a lot of, like, really impressive people that, like, came out. And there's a lot of yeah. really interesting round the clock all around. But, like, the overwhelming, like, aesthetic and, like, ethos was just, like, basic. Mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. if you were weird or different or, like, away from the mainstream, it was kind of, like, like you're made fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got made fun of for being Indian a lot, which is, like, really Aww. also an added thing to, like, be really challenging and like have to overcome in your in your town mm-hmm. um i mean it was a it was a very it was really interesting i'm happy to like not live in new jersey and be around all mm-hmm. of that you know mm-hmm. yeah so do you think how much has that has your upbringing influenced your comedy and where what are other sources like what do you think is like the funniest thing or like what else do you think inspires your comedy um I think definitely uh yeah it doesn't involve my comedy I think like I do like talking about my own personal experience uh kind of like poking fun and like reclaiming things that I might have like gone through and trying to like subvert them as much as possible Mm -hmm. um I also think that like I am an Indian American woman and and uh you know I think things are changing but like still we have a long long way to go I think like you know it's important I feel like an importance to like have a voice and like be who I am and um kind of combat things that I don't like inequalities Mm -hmm. and inequities and try to use my voice to like make people think about things they don't want to think about mm-hmm. i mean that's a kind of self-important but i guess that's where i am coming from you know? that's so imp- that's, that's so important yeah. that's more than self-important yeah because because but I'm like, girls like, so like here's my tour joke <laughs> like it's yeah i don't know <laughs> it's it's extremely important maya mm-hmm. because people can't be what they don't see especially mm-hmm. women who mm-hmm. are taught like you know, we do need somebody to stand on their shoulder. You know, we need someone to open the door, or stand on someone's shoulders, mm-hmm. or you know, not even stand on their shoulders, but be a mini version of them. So, by being truly representative of the, you know, shit that you have had to face as an Indian American woman, as a woman, yeah. as all of the things, and then putting it, 
going out and doing whatever kind of fucking comedy you want to do. Yeah. Talking about it, not talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think even on this podcast, like we I think we've said to the last like three or four guests that we've had, and it's all very disparate um, yeah. kind of purviews, that you saying it now affects hundreds of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people. It's so validating. So mm-hmm. I, I just want to like say that any little you know hardship that we can share to listeners they're like here's this beautiful successful mm-hmm. medical professional comedian who's crushing it and has these like incredible like doing all this shit and she's going through what i'm going through or she she experienced something way mm-hmm. worse <clears throat> you you have no idea like like experiencing grief and burden myself in the last two years i have never known how much weight people are carrying because mm-hmm. they do it so sexually and beautifully mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like holy shit there's no way you have experienced trauma and they're mm-hmm. like actually i've experienced more trauma than you and i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you're gonna heck, have Bob? you're gonna have hundreds of thousands of little like you know children girls mm-hmm. Like on your shoulders. We have shoulders. a ton of kids listening <laughs> to this podcast. We, have, we actually have a huge children mm-hmm. listener base. No, I'm kidding. That's why we talk um, about bukkake so much and all the yeah. cum stuff. That they're going to yeah. be standing on your shoulders and you're going to be their idol and you're opening mm-hmm. the door for them. And that's amazing. Also, I'm like, yes, I need... You, you, you edit, right? You guys edit things? Yes, yes. I need them followers, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm going to... I'm actually going to leave that in, though. I'm going to edit everything out except for you saying that. I... Yeah need followers um i'm not relevant it's interesting how we feel like sometimes the follower counts can feel like uh like a really qual quantitative data analysis of your self-worth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, they do but it, yeah but but you are this is the way i like to think of myself and i absolutely think this of you it is not because of the qualitative nature you know what you have to offer mm-hmm. you there are some algorithms and some strategies and you're working and slaying it in comedy. So if you don't want to post three times a day and do like, Hey, it's Maya. I'm just making oatmeal. I woke up at five. If a day in the life, what I eat in a day, like, Oh my God, my Amazon favorites. If you don't want to do all that shit, Mm -hmm. you don't have to, but I'm telling you like just putting what you are right now in people's faces more is Mm -hmm. probably the only thing stopping people from, following you so we could see you three times a day if i could see you three times a day i would watch you three times a day like if i could see you five <laughs> times a day i would watch you five oh times God. a day <laughs> but but i also rail against that because i'm like that cannot be the only gatekeeper mm-hmm. to having a lot of followers it's just mm-hmm. like it's just oh god it's like every time i post i get so much anxiety Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, I like I have to uh, because I think that like with our careers like you mm-hmm. have to post and it's like I just feel like oh my god like what's my what 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 is my thought I mean I guess you have to like separate it out and, like that's why people go to therapy so they can like mm-hmm. not attribute their self worth with like mm-hmm. an algorithm but it's mm-hmm. still like it's 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 wild it's just yeah. wild, all of it I can't believe it really that is our life right now. When I first moved to New York, I will age myself. You'll, you can you can do your calculations. I straight up didn't have a computer. I didn't have a smartphone. I didn't have a TV. I had to like look up in the newspaper like what to do. 
Like that's wow. what it was. I was like MapQuest printing out directions. You were like Rachel Greening your life. Literally. Mm-hmm. Last, I was the last bastion of that. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a margarita bus. I love that for oh, you. Well, I am also drinking a gin and iced tea with lemon. Um, also, I'm completely lost because there's no way that's true. Because my calcul- I'm back at my whiteboard doing calculations. <laughs> there's a parabola. It's been crossed I mean, out. This I, is actually I, your 21st birthday. Yeah. Stop right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I graduated college when I was 16. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Got into dental school at 14. <laughs> when is your When's your birthday? November 5th. I miss Scorpio. Scorpio. We love Scorps. Do you really? I love Scorpio women. I think Scorpio men can die, but I I don't think that. I'm going to take that out. I don't think that. But I think Scorpio women are better than Scorpio men. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've told the scorpion story on this podcast before, right? You've, have you heard the scorpion and the frog? No. Oh, it's a great story. You should tell it. Tell it. Okay, so at the beginning of the pod, I was on a little tear. She was telling monk Uh, stories, Buddhist monk stories, like every day. Buddhist monk stories all the time. So the fable of the scorpion and the frog is a frog needs a scorpion needs to get across a river, and the frog says, "I could take you, but I think you're going to sting me." And the scorpion said, "No, if I sting you, you will fall under the water, and I will drown, and we'll both die." Mm-hmm. why would I do that and the frog was like I don't know that's like what scorpions do and the scorpion was like listen I'm, I'm I don't want to die I don't want to you know so bring me across the river mm-hmm. the, that makes sense to the frog so the scorpion hops on the frog's back the frog does the breaststroke through the river and in the middle of the river he feels a sting in his back and begins to sink down and he says you are now going to kill both of us and the scorpion says I'm a scorpion that's what I do I sting but what does that mean, though? What does it, it mean? Means, it, it's kind of like the, what is it, the Maya Angelou quote that's like, when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That is so, 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 so true. But that was stupid of the scorpion because it died. Did it die? Yes. Yeah. They both died. They it both drowned. The frog. the frog started to drown. The scorpion drowns. And he said, why are you doing this? Well, now we'll both die. And he said, because I'm a scorpion. Yeah. In women, it is great because you have a sense of self. The scorpion has a sense of this is who I am, take it or leave it, mm-hmm. versus maybe, let's say, myself, the Virgo, that's like, oh, I love who would you like me to be? I love Virgos. Yeah. Well, thank you. We And we love to be loved by you. And if you don't like how we are now, I will change. <laughs> I will go on uh, Shein today. And I will buy a new wardrobe and I'll become as bohemian as you want me to be. Oh. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. What is your husband? Where is he? No, what, what's his sign? <laughs> Where is your husband? Where is your husband? Can you get him on, please? Yes, sir. He's a cancer. Okay, He's cancer, cancer scorpion. Very watery. Okay. How's that very working watery, out? Very fluid. Very, like, intense. Mm-hmm. Emotionally intense, like Eminem. No, I'm kidding. Oh my Is god. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Eminem I had a fr- straight up as like she can't, like she like cheated on me. So I'm gonna bury your body in the yeah, right. Car. Wait, which is which is the one? Which is the movie with Eminem? Eight Mile. Yeah. Okay. When I was I watched that in college when I was studying abroad in England and my friend, um, 
Julie from Ireland, shout out. Um, she was like, I love Please Eminem. tell this in an Irish accent. No. Nope. She was like, okay, she, went, again. she went, she was like, I love Eminem. He is so intense. He's so sexy. Like, it's so intense. It's so sexy how intense he is. And I was like, mm, he seems mean to me, but okay. So yeah. now that's my joke is that Eminem is intense when really he's, you know, an abuser. Um, cool. Um, I know. <laughs> we don't. I stand. think all smart comedian women's like I'd love to take a poll and be like, Anna, Maya, Eileen, Lauren, Maria. Uh, do we like Eminem? I think every woman would be like, no, <laughs> except for my friend Julie. <laughs> yeah, but intense. He's, he's so just intense. so intense. He's just intense. He's misunderstood. You know oh what's intense? God, Irish accent is so good. Wait. I mean, can you just can you lock into it for a little bit just so Maya can hear like how good it is? Really good. Sure. If you want, I can. Oh, well, now I'm doing Scottish. If you want, I can ask. I can read like one of our one of our questions like in an Irish accent. If you think. That oh my would be god, funny. it's perfect. It's perfect. I would Thank like. Per- I honestly would prefer you to read it in a Scottish accent because I like oh, your okay. Scottish accent better. Okay. okay cool. And at some point, I will read something in a, my robot voice. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, if you want well lauren just wants me to change she doesn't like me for who i am cool that's great i love that i know and i just like the scottish better eileen studied abroad so she know or lived abroad so she knows how to do it anyways what she's alluding to maya is our two listener questions but before we get to them i want to touch on one more thing about you personally before you help us with some advice (sighs) Maya, your character reel and your characters in the NBC showcase Mm -hmm. are, let me borrow an accent from your reel, (laughs) so absolutely (laughs) dynamic and incredible. Mm -hmm. Okay, because Maya has this one character and it is a doctor who is giving you really bad advice. (laughs) Wait, really let, bad information. Let her do it. Let her do it. I am gonna lady adore okay, it, but I'm okay. just I'm just showing her that I understand. So She's like, oh my god, I sorry, you have cancer. I'm so I'm like, hey, sorry, but like super okay. But like, I'm sorry. They just bring me in for the bad news. I'm hate. Oh my god, sorry. you're you're th- I'm heaps of sorry. I'm, I'm like three kilos. I in Australia. You did. Oh my god. Yeah. I know. Like I'm sorry. Like honestly. Okay. At least like England, Scotland, Ireland. Like there's some history. There's some moments. Like there's there's some- history in Australia. Um. I mean, granted, I don't know a lot about it. I mean, but- there's Aboriginal history, and then there's right. like, and then know, there's colonizer like, history. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the Murdochs coming out of it and being yeah. like. Yeah, we'll make money off of anything. And there's mm-hmm. hot boys. So many mm-hmm. hot boys. And there's yeah. sharks and tunnel spiders. There's tunnel thing. Yeah. Tunnel spiders. Do you ever watch um, Muriel's Wedding? That's the best movie in Australia. No, I've never seen it. No, we'll have to watch it. it. So good. No, Maybe like, all, like, anybody, <laughs> any listeners, honestly, if there's one thing you take away from it, it's watch Muriel's Wedding. You will not be. It's like Tony Collette's like breakout role. Oh, we love Tony Collette. So good. If you're Maya, you will love a woman identifying mm-hmm. all of the above. Get it. We're going to watch it. Maya, are you privy to the conspiracy theory that you started the viral TikTok 
Oh no, Cleo! Because when I Have was you watching that your character. Oh uh, wait, what? Really? Have you seen? Are you on TikTok? Okay, very overwhelming. I'm sorry. I need to. I know I need to do it. I know I need to do it, but I don't oh, have to do it. That's okay. That's okay. But have you seen? I don't think you've seen the TikTok to which we're referring. No, with... I, I haven't. Okay, there's right, this iconic. Me, there's I an iconic TikTok. No, Lauren, we're gonna act it out right now. Okay. There's an iconic TikTok where there's two girls and they're talking in Australian accents. So you be you be you be Cleo and I'll be Emma, I guess. So I'll say, Cleo, the bathroom's free. I don't know what she said. And then she says, Oh no, Emma. And she says the condensation. And she says, Emma, the condensation. And then she goes, Oh no, Cleo. And then Emma's turned into a Cleo's turned into a mermaid. That was a horrible rendition of. Anyway, it's an iconic. I don't think I I could do it. I didn't do anything that brilliant. Okay, no, but you did come out as an Australian character and you were like, yes. Oh no, you have non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, Holy so shit, these two girls stole Maya's character, NBC character showcase. Mm-hmm. Which also, like, can I just say, and I'm sure people have said it to you before, you're not on SNL because why? Because why? No. Because you literally won that competition. Because Your characters were seamless. Ah, I mean, I have, uh, I have auditioned. I <gasps> for SNL tape. I auditioned once in person, which was <gasps> wild. Wow. Um, not like wow. there. Like I didn't get a screen test. There are people who've gotten screen tests, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, you know. There's so many talented people, you know. Yeah, I know, but you're so fucking good. That's I. I don't mean you're it in so a like. Nice explain to me why. I mean like you are, you are like in the line of like three people waiting to go through the doors of SNL, and that is mm-hmm. so fucking cool. It's so apparent when you watch oh when you God. when you go on your website, watch your reel, mm-hmm. like. Guys, please, please oh. visit Maya's website, okay? Yes. It is. Watch her real. Let's uh, plunge it into virality. Let's it is her full name. Maya, Maya Deshmukh. D-E-S-H-M-U-K-H. Her com. website, first of all, you're greeted by, like, the five most beautiful women in the world, which are all Maya. Mm-hmm. And then go to her videos and watch a character reel, and you will be at Mod Night again. But yes. the best of Mod Night. R.I.P. Mod Night. You don't need R. R. Mod Night. Mod Night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mod Night was so fun. Mod Night at Chelsea was, like, the best. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chelsea. R.I.P. Chelsea. Oh, so fun. Oh, you go to Morton Williams, get some grapes, bring him into Mod Night. Girl, go to the I bean. got the calamari salad from Gristidi's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that was a Gristidi's, yes. I used to get, like... Disgusting. Uh, yeah, a calamari salad. That sounds bad. No offense, but why were you buying? Like, that? I don't know. I, I was like, I think I was pretty stoned, and I was like, calamari. Yes. I was like, I was something fresh. It's a yeah. hot day, and it was. Like- <laughs> I'll get this day old calamari in a plastic container. I perform better when I have tentacles in my belly. <laughs> oh, I was like waiting online to watch like Harold Knight and like mm-hmm. yeah, I, like went somewhere. That's so funny. Yeah. I used to go to that taco place that was next to the yeah, McDonald's that, that had really they had one dollar chili tacos. <laughs> and I would go there and mm. get those. One dollar. Oh my god. Okay, you're making me think of some lightning round questions, so we better get moving. We better ladies. get moving. Okay, th- so this next segment is our two questions from okay. our listeners. Okay. And I say this to all the guests. When you're giving advice, don't try to be funny. Just cut the crap, okay? 
Yeah, cut it out. Yeah. And these are real people with real problems. Yeah. Maya, she can't ask it a less aggressive way. She we've I, tried. I, she I, can't. I she can't be less aggressive. I love it. I I'm love an Aries, it. Yeah. so I have. To, oh! I have to be that way. Same, same, but different from Scorpio. We're like same, same, but different. Are we? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're like like winter Scorpio. Like we're like oh, like Scorpio is like the water <gasps> of the fire signs. Oh, no, no, Scorpio is the fire of the water signs. Correct. And Aries is the water of the fire signs? I don't know, but I feel like we're same, same, but different. I, okay, cool. I, I totally dig that. Okay, here's our first question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lauren and Eileen, a.k.a. Crazy Hot. I was whitewater rafting with my friends over 4th of July, and we were all having a blast. Yes. At one point, I suggested that we jump into the water together. We jumped off, and as we all swam back up to the top of the water, my watch, my father's vintage Rolex, which I almost never take off, Whoa. hit her in the face. Hard and I broke her nose accidentally. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! And wait, wait, what? And dental stuff too? Accidentally, accidentally, oh, accidentally. I was like, dental stuff too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her teeth all broke. I feel awful. She was in so much pain, so upset, and it ruined the trip. I played the delicate balancing act of giving her space when she got back from the hospital, and once we got back to New York. And once we got back to New York, she and I are both struggling actors and are not insured. I'm not sure how much it costs to have her nose set at the hospital or what medical care she needs down the road. What if it's surgery? I've offered to help her pay for her medical bills. And recently, our group of friends suggest that I sell my Rolex and give the money to her as an apology. I'm heartbroken at that thought as this was my dad's and it is so much more than just a watch or a status symbol to me. The friend I accidentally hurt wants space and I just don't know how to move forward. I don't have the ability to send her a couple thousand dollars on my own, but I have some, but I have to do something. Suggestions, love, sorry to be a bummer. You're not a bummer. That's a real problem. That sucks. And unfortunately accidents happen. Um, Maybe next time don't wear a roll, like don't wear, I think this should be honestly a lesson for everybody. Don't wear like clunky things. Mm-hmm. I'm not victim blaming, whatever, but maybe don't wear like clunky things when you're doing like physical activities where people get hurt. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, True. whitewater rafting, it is like a dangerous thing. Like there is a level of like, you know, there is scary things involved. So like it's not entirely like your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an accident. So don't beat yourself up. I think you don't have to sell your dad's watch Mm -hmm. um, for money, but maybe if there's like a thing where you can like pick up a shift babysitting or like do some like extra things and like maybe try to like work uh, an extra thing or like do something that would like make it up to her. Mm -hmm. It's a really delicate situation. Do the best you can, but I don't think like you should sell your dad's watch. I don't think that's fair. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. Come up with the money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. That's great advice. That's great advice. Yeah. I agree completely with that, Maya. I think um, it's really hard when you hurt somebody. Uh, yeah. Physically hurt somebody yeah, is a whole nother level. It sucks. And it, it really hurts. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not intentional. Yeah. No. It, it, I, and I think when you hurt someone physically, like I have accidentally hurt friends emotionally. And as somebody who's like very golden retriever or gened, I'm like, I'm always wanting to make you happy master. Like, how can I help you? Yeah. Uh, it's part for go. It's part upbringing. When you hurt someone physically, you hurt them emotionally and physically. And that's yeah. fucking rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hold on. Sorry. I'm looking. I just, 
I'm moving into uh, a different space. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Okay. I can see your beautiful view from your apartment. Oh yes. my goodness. Thank you. Guys. Also, Maya's been doing the podcast be in front of a beautiful <laughs> sculpture. <laughs> and and Maya's also walking for what seems like minutes now through her apartment. So uh, good for you. <laughs> I'm like, let me move from one place to the other. Look over there. And I'm like, great. I'm here now. <laughs> oh, my God. And you have a dark bedroom. <laughs> you have a dark accent wall in your bedroom. Love, the dark wall. love that. Do you ever? Oh my god, that's what I want, Maya, so bad because I just want my boyfriend and future husband to look at me just like this, like blob of flesh in the bed with a dark accent wall, just writhing around in dreams. That's all I want. I mean, let's all manifest it. Mm-hmm. It's very sexy, and you have a tufted velveteen black or dark blue headboard oh, behind no, this you is like a very old like bed from god only knows how long it's not it's kind of like a black it, oh it's a it's like a lattice work wooden bed frame. it's a lattice work like metal frame it's yes. uh, it's nice you know i don't mind it it's very sexual and what are the what is the um the three photos above your bed um, this is they're maps Johnson. he like my husband's brother knew him like 10 years ago and they like he was like an artist and he's really amazing and they bought his paintings like a long time ago when they were all like pretty young so those were some of his nice that's beautiful that's gorgeous yeah really cool he's an awesome artist y'all should check him out he's really good too Mm. Nice. having your friend's art in your home is a very cool flex that i don't think will ever lose its credit it's possible. I'm sure there's so many artistic, interesting people that are on your pod. Yeah. Yeah. And it very much follows the rule of, like, on Instagram, how many celebrities are you following and celebrating and how many of your friends who are creators, you know, mm-hmm. are you following and celebrating and saying, this person made this? Because more so than anyone, we are in a community where there are people making shit all the time, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm also following Busy Phillips, but she doesn't really need my support. Yeah, well, she's like a, you know – attractive yeah (laughs) anyway back to our listeners problem yeah Yeah. eileen i think that all the advice you've given is great and i would also say as far as like moving forward with her like just give her space like she will come back when she's ready and you can't do anything to rush that um it's just gonna make it worse so but yeah, yeah sucks shitty sitch dude i'm really sorry yeah, but don't I'm sell your dad's to... watch. Don't sell your dad's watch. No, don't and, and also what Maya said about like make a couple hundred bucks and yeah. say mm-hmm. I hope this helps. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean do the best you can. There's a there's a world where maybe she doesn't want to. First of all, okay, yes, a broken nose sucks. Got it. It's all good. Yeah, she'll be fine. It's just like basically like she probably like she had a bloody nose. I mean. All it might do is like get her attacked, like uh, insurance might cover like a, a nose job. <laughs> mm-hmm. like maybe one day, who knows? She also but they might are not uninsured again. But yeah, you know, you kind of just have to roll with it. Sometimes that shit mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Listen, I used to know somebody who was a dude who had like a very, very like streamlined, like crazy nose. You know, like a like just straight as an arrow look but look like his nose 
Turns out a bartender at the restaurant that we worked at had broken his nose by jumping on his back and accidentally pushing him into the ground face forward. And he had had a like uh, more like aquiline nose before. Yeah. Which also fit his face and, and looked great. And he had a completely different nose because he had to go to the hospital and basically have a, you know, rhinoplasty to fix the bone in his nose that was completely displaced by his coworker jumping on his back after like after hours working at a restaurant where everybody was drunk. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. he just had a free nose job. So yeah, yeah no, I mean, I think he was insured and I think it was free and you know what? It looks great. So Guess good what? Point. You might be the best thing that ever happened to her. Mm-hmm. That's right. I well, know. It, it just sucks. It sucks. But yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's not a good sign. I wish there was a different way to get breast implants other than having breast cancer <laughs> because I would love a pair of those. <gasps> oh, my oh, my God. There is. You can just get them. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but you have to get them replaced every once in a while. And anesthesia yeah. scares me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just saw a TikTok about um, they took out breast implants after they had been inside someone for 30 years. And it mm-hmm. was insane. They had, like, a mm-hmm. crust all around them. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to be gross. Your body's insane. Your body's, like, a coral reef. It's incredible. It is. All right, so Maya, we have another question, and we obviously want your advice first and foremost. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let it rip. Dear Crazy Hot, I was recently digging around in my belly button, and to my horror, I found something no one should ever find in there, a mini M&M. I have never eaten mini M&Ms in my life. I sent it to the lab. (laughs) Wait, what? I sent it to the lab to be processed. I work in forensics. <laughs> and it came back truly being what it appeared to be, a mini M&M. I noticed the other day that my window was unlatched. This is impossible as I never leave my windows unlatched. My AC unit would fall and kill someone. I think that someone has been breaking into my apartment through my fire escape. Oh, shoving shoving mini M&Ms. <laughs> Make it through, Lauren. In my belly button. And then leaving all in the dark of night without my noticing. It would make sense that I wouldn't notice since I am a chronic sleepwalker. <laughs> and so I chain my- <laughs> no. And so I chain myself to my bed every night so I don't fling myself out the window. My question is this. What is the meaning of this? Who could possibly be doing this to me? And for what reason? Is it possible I just ate a package of mini M&Ms one day and did not remember it? And how can I keep this person from breaking in again? Please help. Signed, Belly Button Treasure Trove. I mean. Wow. Okay, Maya is sitting up in bed. A24. <laughs> Why? This is the next Zola. Like, this yeah. is the next thing I want to watch a movie on. What yeah. the actual fuck was that? Yeah. That was... There were so many mm-hmm. ups and downs. That was a journey. My mm-hmm. God. That's NCIS Brooklyn Heights yeah. edition. Holy moly. That's not real. <laughs> like, the, the, like, I'm sorry. Either you. Maya, Maya, I, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. But you have to answer it as if it is. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's, uh, that's. Fully, 
real. <laughs> also, like, why did you need to send a mini M M&M and M to the forensic lab? Like, if you're I work in one, you can like work at a forensic lab. Like, you just like that's taxpayer money right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit selfish. Are you? You're probably sending stuff to the lab all the time, Maya. Right? Yeah. Are you having mini M and M's dissected in a lab? And old anything that would need to go to a lab, like a pathology lab, like a like a maybe cancer a sample. I don't bother with biopsying that, you know. I'm not like I don't want to be responsible mm-hmm. for someone's like cancer future. Yeah. Can I tell you? I last summer went to my dentist yeah. and they did an orbital x-ray. Yeah. And my dentist, who is not a cool, smart, beautiful woman like you, who is a tech oh, as my old Equinox boss used to say, a tech nerd who doesn't know how to talk to anyone. Yeah said oh no you have a large mass in your jaw turned out so i drove home barely drove home thinking i had cancer in my jaw turns out that it's an ondontic keratocyst yeah which is a benign cyst it's a benign cyst but he can't diagnose he can't say that no but they made me think they said oh no i hope you have insurance because you have something in your jaw that is aggressive and has taken up this whole space in my jaw. I have a huge uh, lack of bone that's growing back. Uh-huh. They scared the shit out of me. Oh, they no. scared me so badly. They gave me no help. And then they sent me on my way because they did were they like, we can't do anything about it. Or did they send you to a Yeah, I went to a, an, a surgeon. And at like an oral surgeon and they immediately were like yeah that's a keratosis like you had it when your wisdom teeth grew out like left and it's in the back of your teeth but or in in your jaw but the the bedside manner that my dentist showed in that time which is like also like please go to maya's practice Uh because you want a dentist that's like hey don't freak out bedside manner that's what you will get (laughs) well don't freak out yeah because there was such a lack i mean People love this dentist that we go to in our town yeah. where I grew up for his precision. He is like very scrutinizing. He will get everything out. He'll make sure you're nice and like cleaned up. But his bedside manner was horrible. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're a medical professional, yeah. that's also a comedian and a genius woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go to Maya because she will be like, listen, don't freak out. Mm-hmm. My dentist did not do that, and I drove home shaky and, like, like stood in the driveway that, shaking. That is – but that – see, that's the problem. It's, like, when you talk about being um, a, in healthcare, I mm-hmm. think that, like, people should be – that should be a thing that you're graded on, mm-hmm. how you talk to people. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, it doesn't matter if you're the best person in the entire world. It All that matters is the perception of how people feel. Mm-hmm. And I think there is, like – you know, 75 to 80% of everything is just like, okay, I do X, I learn X, and I do this, this will happen. There is a like, there is like a little bit of like, how someone's gonna feel or someone's gonna mm-hmm. think it. And I think there is like a level of comfort that people need to have and that people that don't make it easy for people mm-hmm. or care, I think there's like, you're a bad doctor, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how precise you are. Like if you make people feel shitty, and mm-hmm. scared and sad and don't explain something, then you're a bad doctor. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is like the Maya Angelou quote. Okay. I'm not an expert, <laughs> but I've learned that people will forget what you said, but they'll they will never forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Amen. It is so true. Bitch. Uh, Maya, there is a huge reform that needs to happen in the Western medical education community. We need to disenfranchise ourselves from pharmaceutical lobbies. We need to become more integrative. And we need to address the patient-doctor relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sure. I think, like, yes, yes. I think that there is – there are – Yes, I think that is true. Um, yeah, a lot of that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that like, but healthcare is just so fucked in general. Like, I yeah, think it's so they're, fucked, they're, like um, how things are paid for. It's I don't know. It's like it it it's nobody's happy. It's just total shit. I think insurance mm -hmm. companies are a lot to blame, but um, you know, that's a whole do other you, thing. Maya, do you do stand up? I don't do stand-up. I've always been really scared of it. And I, I've always been, like, I'm trying to, like, search for my solo performance. I mean, we're getting real mm -hmm. here. Wait, Maya, when we met at that show, what were you doing? Weren't you doing stand-up? I don't know what I did. I feel like I saw you do stand-up. I may have done, like, characters or something like that. What, what? Maybe. I don't, know that I don't remember mm -hmm. what show it was. Was it, like, the She Makes Me Laugh Festival, maybe? Maybe something like. Are you that. sure you didn't do stand up? I don't really do stand up. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> maybe you did characters. I do characters, and maybe there was like a story. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm trying to figure out like what my like method of solo performance shall be. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend Kendra Cunningham. She has. She is like. Oh yeah, I I did very, a show with Kendra once. Yeah, yeah. she's she's really great, mm -hmm. and she does a great workshop for stand up that just as a very successful character performer you could bring some of that and she will meet you with like holy shit you're great mm -hmm. and these are my tips for performing and also mm -hmm. this workshop has to end by six because i have to be in atlantic city by nine <laughs> which that. is my favorite part where she's like i'm staying at the bellagio so i gotta go <laughs> wait you guys we need to talk about belly button treasure trove's problem oh my oh, god this yeah, is a this is a very unique problem i mean Listen, I, I I I don't know. I I don't know <laughs> gaslight, but it sounds like you're crazy. A little bit. It sounds like you need like some I therapy. Ask someone to be like, like that's in 2020, and it's like, and then he came in, even though I was chained to the bed, and he just mm -hmm. little baby M and M. Not many, buddy. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Do you oh, live in Brooklyn? The only way this man could come. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess my advice would be like, like something is wrong. Like you maybe need meds or something. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way that all of that is happening. Probably. Oh my yeah. God, I lit this on fire. Yeah. Okay, that's good enough Aline's for me. Lighting her, Aline's lighting her incense. Match, I'm lighting my which incense. Is not match. for her to smoke a cigarette or smoke weed. It's just, just to for her make too. my area smell nicey, nicey. Oh my God, you guys. Okay, first of all, my advice to this person is. If you are wondering what's happening at night when you're sleeping, get a camera. Yes. Oh, that's great advice. Head. That's great advice. Very Do true. that. And I'm sorry that you feel transgressed. It's as scary to have someone come into your home as it is to not realize what you're doing um, yourself. Mm -hmm. And also, I remember many M&Ms, and I don't know where you're getting them now because I haven't seen one of those tubes in a long time. That is so um, true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have not. Maya, please put your ring down because I can't concentrate oh when your beautiful diamond is sticking <laughs> in my face. 
<laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, yes, right. Put your hands on your armpits so I can't see it. Uh, and it will cut you. <laughs> also, I have to say, per Eileen lighting her incense match, I wanted to say to you, Maya, she's not smoking weed. She's not smoking a cigarette. I gave a good friend of mine two weed gummies that were, are you ready, ladies? 50 milligrams per gummy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And a her lot. fiance, who I'm obsessed with, who's so fucking funny, and her brother each ate a whole one. No. You should have told. Why didn't I you tell did them? That, I did. Oh, my God. They are more experienced weed eaters than I. If I eat oh. a gummy, it's like maybe seven milligrams is my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that people are eating 50 milligram gummies. Yeah, no, that's insane. She said they were like two babies that she had to babysit. Wow. Yeah, that's. Can you believe that? What's your sweet spot, Maya? As somebody who's experienced, what's like your like, if I was taking an edible, where do I stop? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because I've had five and I don't really feel them. But then if I do ten, I'm like very high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. Like. Whoa, you know. Mm-hmm. I, oh my god, when you have a husband, weed is like the best thing ever when you have like, you know, like Eileen's been in a relationship for 8 years. I have a sweet man that I'm trying to get to promise me things. When you're with a partner and you're 10 milligrams high, you're like, this is my best friend. Yeah. We can fuck if we want. Yeah. We can also like eat tortilla chips and hummus and watch TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Like being married and being high are like the two best friends oh I'm yeah love, i love that uh i do i do love that um, yeah yeah it, it's pretty great mm-hmm. it is a it's a great combo what do you and and clubs like to do when you're married and high you know going on i love going on a walk and like going out mm-hmm. to like a bougie dinner mm-hmm. <gasps> like Ooh, a bougie dinner high i love going to like a bougie dinner high where the courses surprise you because you've like kind of forgotten that they're coming and you're like <gasps> oh that's the best if you've ever like yeah if you've ever like uh gone on a tasting menu i always say, Ooh. I always say I tasting menus are really that's like why i uh why i, I like love i love them which is oh my god they make awesome. me feel hot <clears throat> Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Tasting menus are. I can't even take you at a tasting menu. I know you're wearing like some s- satin dress. You're walking in. You're like, oh my God, look at my hair. I can't stand it either. You're a little high. You just came from your Clinton Hill apartment. Stop. Mm-hmm. Say no more. Say less. Say less. Okay, so now we have to get into the lightning round, yes. Maya, because we have to give you your night back. Uh, and also, there are some embedded things that we've already talked about in the lightning round, which keeps happening. <laughs> okay, let's mm-hmm. I think I'm a clairvoyant medium. I think you okay. are. You are. We never really touched on oh, that. Yeah, Maya, we never talked about, we can talk about that post. Oh, yeah, we're psychic. We're a little psychic. Wait, in an elevator pitch to us why you're psychic. Yeah. I just know when things are happening before they do. <gasps> What's, but, but. I have a feeling. I just have a feeling, and I just like. I just mm-hmm. manifest it. I also believe that, like, if you believe it, like, it will be. Do you think, do you, does it happen, like, often, or is it just, can you control it, or it's just kind of, like, randomly, like, oh, now yeah, I feel this it's, thing? It's not, like, it's not, like, always. But. It's like a That's So Raven situation. I am not honestly familiar. Didn't really watch her. Mm-hmm. 
it happens. What Eileen means by that is it happens both when it is opportune and when it's inopportune. Like you're like, I don't want to get a reading right now, Mm. but I'm getting it. Well, yeah, but I guess what I was thinking when I said that was more like it kind of just happens to her randomly. Like Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden she'll be like, oh, this thing like she has a vision like out of nowhere kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maya, what is something that you have felt coming before you could have known that it was coming? Oh, okay. Definitely when I got married. Mm-hmm. How did you feel that? Actually, and oh, um. Well, she said that when before he proposed, she had a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling. And he also like was like, oh, uh, I have to unplug. Oh, is that nice up there? He's like, is it romantic up there? He kind of was like, oh, is it romantic up there? I was like, yeah, it's like a sunset vista, like of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, okay. I, I have to unplug my phone from a ch- the charger. And I was like, okay, you're really gonna go get a ring and put it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> kind of context clues, but yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I've definitely, uh, I've definitely known like things were gonna happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Was, but actually, before I got that NBC thing, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. Nice. That's so cool. That's sick. But um, that was like the last. That was, like, the best feeling I've ever had, and everything else after that is just, like, shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, uh, listeners, crazy hotties, you, I implore you more than any action I've ever asked you to do. Oh, my God. Including getting a suction toy for your clitoris. To go to Maya's website and look at her reel, because it is a master class mm-hmm. in an NBC showcase. Oh, my God. And it's, it's not just it's like fabulous. it's not just like oh it's good but she's like a random person it's like she won okay like she won this yeah. and it's clear to us before so we she's find good. out that you've won that you won so all right listen so to us. now we have NBC Showcase <laughs> number one winner Maya answering the following lightning round questions okay. Maya the lightning round is a round where it's first choice best choice okay. Let's go fast, fast, fast. It is graded. There are finite answers. Every other guest has gotten 100 or 103. Okay. So I hope that you will live up to that. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Trial lawyer or entertainment lawyer? Like what I'd rather be? Yes. Oh, uh, entertainment lawyer. Excellent. If you had a pet fox, their name would be? Suede. Beautiful. Ooh. Finish this famous quote from Ina Garten. I simply don't believe in blank. Unsalted butter. Beautiful. Oh, yes. She's off to the races, <laughs> folks. Isn't it so annoying when you add punctuation to a sentence that you are typing and then it makes a sentence into a whole other line of text? Mm-hmm. Yes. Eileen, please don't Sorry. answer for the guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh okay you are stepping onto the madison square garden stage in 10 minutes to a packed house for your own concert what are the three songs you are singing and what is your costume uh okay um uh, let's love love by ashanti one and and that one i have like a really like 
low cut, like almost like J Lo y, like mm-hmm. down to the mons pubis. Down to the mons pubis. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. Okay. Like, Wait, who is the jaw rule? Who is the jaw rule to your what's love? Honestly, I'm putting a wig on and I'm jaw rule. Well. Yes, uh, perfect answer. What is a jaw rule wig? A bald cap? I don't know. I or maybe just like a baseball cap, like something to allude to the fact that I'm also playing. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be like an a exact approximation, but I'm just like alluding. Um, I don't know that one. I love. Uh, one time I love a uh, uh, jewel. Uh, what is it? Wicked, not sad games. Uh, what is that? Foolish, foolish games. Foolish games. Yeah, like my my karaoke go-to nice um, oh my god that's when we fall in love with you when we mm-hmm. see you sing foolish games yes. and then honestly wop wop okay yes has there been a rut of dogs having diarrhea in your neighborhood uh no i'm not i i'm not that i'm aware of okay most used over-the-counter drug advil when was the last time you really cried like two, like three hours ago. Oh, fair, fair. Every day. Oh, good. I mean, that's good to cry. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, chain fast chain of fast food that could disappear and you would not miss it. McDonald's. Okay. Are you tea? a BK girl? Do um, not tell me you prefer Burger King. I don't. I actually. Okay. Here's the truth. Oh my god. You might hate. Like I mean, you might be like, I fucking hate this bitch. Um, after I saw that movie with Morgan Spurlock, yeah, super, super size me. me. Super size me. After I saw Super Size Me, I kind of was like, I can't eat fast food anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. really eat fast food as much anymore. Yeah, I yeah, the real thing with it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, but if I had to choose, I'm a Wendy's girl. A Wendy's girl. Wendy's, Wendy's is bomb. Wa- yes, yeah. I am also fried salad, a Wendy's girl. fries, chili, frosty, frosty. That was like my oh yeah. In college, yeah. oh yeah. When I was in high school, the only person who had an active crush on me that I like knew about was this guy who was a manager at like 19 of a Wendy's. Wow. And every time I went to Wendy's, which was not very often, I. He would always give me, like, extra stuff. He was an absolute sweetheart. Like, just a sweet, kind person. One night, he had to work super late and then had to wake up in the morning and open the restaurant, which is very early. So he fell asleep on the ground in the the dining area of the restaurant, and the police blasted in the glass door because they thought he had died. Oh, my God. The Wendy's was all glass, so they saw, like, a man, like, laying on the ground. What the fuck? And he had not died. He was just taking a snooze. Oh, my God. Jesus uh, Christ. Also, yeah. like, we need to treat our fast food employees better. Like, honestly, pay people better. Like, don't. For real. Why are For you real. there? Like, you know, they did a right. case study with, like, Costco and Walmart. And, like, Costco treats their employees, like, really, really well. And they have, like, upward mobility. And they have benefits. And it's, like, they can, like, make a living and support their mm-hmm. family off of, like, living, working at Costco. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, at Walmart, people are on public assistance and um, mm. need help, which is basically just the government subsidizing the private company from not, you know, taking care of their workers well mm-hmm. enough. But, yeah, dude, yes. it's fucked up. Excellent point, Maya. And it's it's like, fucked up. Bullshit. 
It is bullshit. And they're doing the same thing. Like, you're getting the same product. So it's not an argument of... No. If anything, the quality is better at Costco. If anything, like, Costco is obviously preferable to Walmart. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Fucked up. We agree. Fucked up? We agree. That's fucked up. Look into it, guys. Uh, Maya, most important factor for choosing an apartment in New York City? Light. Mm -hmm. Or outdoor Mm -hmm. space. Or outdoor space. Mm-hmm. Space. Because that is another form of light. Yes. Light yes. outdoor space adjacent. Yes. Whether it's a roof deck. Do you have outdoor space. space at your apartment in Clinton Hill? I have a roof deck. Nice. And that's important. Because sometimes you don't want to be home, but you don't want to be out. Yes. That's outdoor mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Rabbits. Are they good pets? Um, I guess. They're pretty low maintenance. You just have to, like, feed them. You don't have to, like, walk them. Mm-hmm. They True. just, like live in a sad cage which is like really kind of cool that they are pets mm-hmm. like rabbits that's actually the correct forest. answer mm-hmm. yeah that's the correct answer they should have little blue jackets yes they should be named peter yes they mm-hmm. should be like taking young women young girls into mm-hmm. the space-time continuum mm-hmm. to the wonderland um that's true you also have a little alice in wonderland about you oh really Mm-hmm. But a little saucier where you're like, okay, what the fuck makes me smaller and what the fuck makes me taller? Because I'm getting all confused right now. All like, of the above. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Most listened to song of last year. Oh, wow. Um, honestly, like Anna Wintour by Azealia Banks. Nice. Oh, great catwalk song. Nice. Because you're a model and I know you're always practicing. I'm literally like mm-hmm. just listening to Azealia Banks like strutting. I like I love mm-hmm. Azealia Banks. She is such I love love that energy and she's mm-hmm. so cool and I fucking I she's a problematic queen. Mm-hmm. But we love her. Yeah. I also love yeah, I also love her. I find myself loving a lot of problematic queens like her yeah. as well, where I'm like, oops, you're very strong and hence have a strong. But also energy. like, is she problematic or is that the narrative? I mean like sometimes she is problematic. She does say things I'm just like, girl, you can't like maybe don't say that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but is the narrative that she's problematic? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong, Maya. Something that your parents said that was so fucking funny to you, but was not funny to them. Ah. Also, AKA, if you have siblings, something that you and your siblings are always like, oh my God, look at this parent of ours being so silly. Ah. Honestly, drawing a blank. I have, I can't, I can't remember anything. Okay. Anything Let like, me explain. Anything that I, know, I know, like, anything I say, I feel like, is, like, an inside joke that I'll just, like, explain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is it, do you have siblings, Maya? I do. I do. have it. I have a sister. <gasps> Jealous. So, Eileen has 40 sisters and 40 brothers. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I have, so I have four sisters and have, one brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. We all have those jokes where we're, like, Oh my god! Like making fun of your parents is weirdly the most satisfying thing in the world because you're like, we're indignant little fucks who have been given everything, I know. and we still get to make fun of these people and not go to prison. I, honestly, like when we make fun of our, I feel like every time I've made fun of my parents, it's been like they, I've been like horribly yelled at. Mm-hmm. 
right? You're just like, better yeah, I, not. I don't know. Or it's like, I hurt. My mom's like really sensitive and like, we'll take it like too personally. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. yeah. do this again. <laughs> not worth it. Okay. That's totally <laughs> fair. Um, do you like garage sales yes. or thrift stores? Yeah. Yes. All my clothes, mm-hmm. everything. I would rather buy. Oh, wow. Again. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, best restaurant you have ever been to. Can I just do like my best restaurant, right? Like my favorite place I've gone to recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. Bernie's in Greenpoint. Yes. I never heard before. It's so good. I've never been there before, but I used to I used to live right around there and I would go by it every day and I never went. Oh, they do like really good like classics. It's very like old it's like it's like a place you get like a martini and you have like a baked clams and some mozzarella sticks, but it's like mm. Like the best, nice. like chicken parm. Where like I feel like I'm in Jersey, but it's like better, you know. Mm-hmm. It like takes my old memories, but like makes it a little bit. More, but it's like an elevated palate. But you're like mm-hmm. sitting outside, like looking at McCarran Park, and it's like mm-hmm. oh, like dream. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is my dream. That is my dream. Like, you had me at Martini and Old Jersey memories. Oh. I mean, what mm-hmm. more can you want than martini and old Jersey memories? Like I don't know. I mean, my Carmela Soprano gene is like uh, fully lit up right now. Well. My telomeres are <laughs> shooting off. Come, <laughs> Eileen, that's a medical expert joke. You might not get You're it. You're right. But it's I'm just so for sorry. Me and Maya. <laughs> oh my god. Maya, let's gang up on Eileen. All the time. <laughs> okay. Second, this is a two-part question. Do you want to go to with Eileen and I to the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> at five twenty? Menlo Park Drive in Edison, New Jersey. Uh, when? Anytime. Whenever. Let, this is the second part. You can only choose one appetizer or one dessert. You can choose the chimichachas, spinach and artichoke dip, cheese sticks, chicken strips, appetizer adventure. You could also choose the beef lava nachos with peppers, onions, black beans, Monterey Jack cheese, cheddar cheese, green onions, sour cream, pico de gallo, and salsa. Or you could choose the shrimp scampi flatbread with Alfredo sauce, mozzarella cheese, red onions, red pepper flakes, and green onions. Oh all for twelve ninety nine. However, if you choose one of the appetizers, you will not be choosing the tribal cheesecake. New York style cheesecake with creamy whipped topping, raspberry and chocolate sauces. $9.99. Are we getting what is do you it choose? Like, can you get is it like you have to either choose appetizer or dessert? Yep. Is it the awesome appetizer adventure? Or the beef lava nachos? Or the scrimp shrimp scampi flatbread. The shrimp scampi flatbread. Or the tribal cheesecake. I'm going cheesecake. Nice. Okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. I mean, are you a dessert person? I'm a dessert person. I mean, I'm yeah. trying to like break my cycle, but like deep down mm-hmm. inside, my my mm-hmm. heart is like, I want dessert. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we know you're in an eternal battle against candy. It's a total mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. What's your candy of choice? Maya? Like a gummy, like the hair, anything like the Haribo, like peach ring. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tonight, but. Mm-hmm. So bad for you. It's like no. You know what we need to get is a Haribo peach ring edible. Yes, dude, that would be Let's so get that for good. Maya. Guys, if you want to sponsor Maya getting a Haribo yes. peach ring yes. edible, please email us yes. at crazyhotpod at gmail and we will do a crowd GoFundMe. <laughs> no, I mean like yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'll like I'll just give them. I'll buy it myself. But mm-hmm. I yeah. 
But I, this is what I'm saying is you could have those weed gummy trucks. You know those weed trucks that are in like Times Square that are like THC lollipops. So one of my friends who I'm no longer friends with, RIP, thought those were real weed. Oh, no. And she was like, this is somebody who is super smart, who is super cool and sexy and like my best friend. Mm-hmm. I love this person. And she had a lapse in judgment and was like, I know where we can get weed. There are trucks in Midtown. And I was like, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> that was sad. That would be, okay. next. I mean, that would be pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, those do not have THC in them. Uh, okay. Next question. If your oven keeps turning off after you put a tray of frozen French fries into it, is it your fault because the French fries are too cold or the tray on the, the fries are on is too big or is your oven broken? Well, I would put my hand inside the oven, see if the oven was hot. If the oven was not hot um, after some time, then that would be an indication that it was broken. Mm. Okay, uh, thank you. That's all we need to know. That's all we needed to hear, Maya, because somebody in this room actually needs to know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Maya, so oh. your results are in. You actually scored 107 out of 100. Wow. So I don't know how you did that. You are a overachiever, a Love genius it. comedian actress mm-hmm. bitch. And we were so happy to have had you. Oh my god, you're so funny and so great. Yeah. And so wonderful. It's such a pleasure to have you, Maya. You are you. the enigma of having it all and being smart, sexy, cool oh. to boot. So you can have it all. Yeah. No one else, you can have it all, only you. And your name can be Maya. Yes. <laughs> We love you. Where can we find you on social media? Um, TikTok and Twitter and Instagram at M-A-Y-A-D-E-S-H. Maya Dash. Maya Dash. Nice. Mm-hmm. Follow me, oh. guys. And I, I make content and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, you sure do. You make guys. the hottest content. <laughs> uh, jump aboard now because this. Uh, because the Maya train is taking is- off. Exactly. So exactly. Fun. Maya, thank you so much. Thank for you being so on much. Pod. We Good are eternally me. better and mm-hmm. more uh, elevated women from spending an hour and a half with you. <gasps> That's right, baby. We love you. Love, we you. love you. Guys, love you guys so much. Thank you for having me. And you know, we'll see you on the scene. We'll see you on the scene, or we'll see you in the dental chair. Or we'll see you in the dental chair. Maybe. Yeah. I want to explore, like, uh, back teeth caps. You know those things you put over your molars so you can't get cavities? I mean, if you need it, we could talk about it. We could do it. We could talk about it. That's a problem of being a medical professional and being a comedian because people after the show are like, you're incredible. I am in love with you. I would like to know your opinion (laughs) on caps for my molars. Also, if you could step on my throat, that would be so <laughs> Amazing. cool of you. Honestly, yeah. I'll be in the smallest stall in the restaurant. I love it. Um, yes. Okay, Eileen, unfold that shit. This has been crazy hot. We're crazy hot, and so are you. Please join us next week when we find out where to get the best CBD cookies. Bye-bye. Bye. Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, 
You can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. That's perfect.